Good afternoon, and thank you for joining. This is just Russell of Hotels. And, you know, I have this new thing that I had that I came up with, pulled it out of thin air. It's called, Did You Choose Hospitality or Did Hospitality Choose You? So we're on today with Miss Marie Quarry. Um, she's with uh, Meetings Collective. She's like the CEO of Meetings Collective. And we're going to get into that as, as to what Meetings Collective is. But as you can see, it's like I said, uh, the show is, um, Did You Choose Hospitality or Did Hospitality Choose You? So, and this is meant for to be like 10, 15 minute conversation. Uh, and it's about, you know, hospitality people. How did they get into this industry? Uh, because a lot of people came from different ways. They got in by accident. Maybe they started and they know what they're getting into. And they like all of a sudden like, oh, this could be great. This could be fun. I don't know if everybody started off as like, I want this to be a career or they just, it was a job which turned into a career. So, we won't know until we ask Marie, right? Because I can go from my own experience. I actually went into it thinking it was going to be a career and it ended up being a career for me. So, but everyone came through it a little differently. So Marie Corey, come to the mic and, and I'm just going to ask this one question. Did you choose hospitality or did hospitality choose you? Hi, Russell. Hello. Good seeing you, and, and thank you so much. Marie and I had lunch last week at um, Seabirds in Long Beach, one of my favorite vegan places, and uh, Marie Marie actually treated, so I'm, I'm, so, I'm so happy to have her on this show because, you know, she treats, and I, mean, I had to have her on the show. It sounds like I'm buying my way in there. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, thank you. I we, I had a good time as well. Yeah, we definitely caught up, and you definitely gave me some some material for my show tomorrow. So I do appreciate that. Not, I mean, excluding this, you know, what we're going to talk about now, but um, for my show that's normally on, well, that that's on Tuesdays on air with Russell Fotel. So Marie gave me some things to think about. I'm not going to spoil it. You know, I'm not going to spoil it for tomorrow. But but anyway, uh, but thank you so much for joining us, Marie. Uh, I know you're. We're all busy and, and all that stuff. But but did you choose hospitality or did hospitality choose you? It would freak me out. <laughs> I don't know about you, but it would certainly freak me out. But I recall thinking, how cool that, you know, these, I'm looking at people behind the desk and they got their uniforms on. And I'm like, well, this is what a pretty cool job. They get to meet people from all over the world. That, that was my take on it. So. The rest of the vacation, I can't really even recall, but I remember being because I was a small, not that I'm very tall now, but I was small <laughs> among, among a bunch of adults standing in the lobby <laughs> of that hotel. So years after gra- uh, I graduated uh, from high school and I started going to a community college because I had no clue what I wanted to do. I thought, okay, liberal arts. It's like, let me just. You know, can't be, I'm not sure about being a master of one, <laughs> so I'm going to be in a master, try to be a master of all. Um, and I actually got a job during the summer at the Holiday Inn LAX. And I know that place. Yes, that's right there. One of the, <laughs> one of the original, the original still there, one of the original on Century Boulevard in La Cienega. And so 
time, my dad was working as an engineer. So he called. Oh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> well, I ended up uh, talking to him for probably a whole five minutes. And um, he says, okay, you start tomorrow. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it was like so, you know, I'm, 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 what, 18 years old? And I'm thinking to myself, I'm starting full time tomorrow as a switchboard operator. So there you go. I kind of um, actually enjoyed having that paycheck come in that after the summer I was going to school during the day at a couple of classes and then eventually I never finished. So I made a career out of hospitality because I loved it so much. So from I was learning there. So from switchboard I did reservations, I went to front desk, became a front desk supervisor. Then I moved to sales and catering. And how was that transition from, say, operations at the front desk to this glamorous? What what made you go into sales? I mean, what was your first position in sales, and what made you? What gave you that? Like, oh, I can do that, or or this? Oh, they look so cool, or they don't. They don't seem like they work a lot. I mean, they're just having a lot of fun. I mean, what 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 was it that drew you to sales? <laughs> Okay. When you're in, when you're in a front desk, you don't have kind of office. You're always out front, and you're really not having the kind of conversations with people as you normally would. Especially when I had the morning, I had this uh, seven was it seven six to two seven to two I can't remember now the um, the shift in the morning. So I had all these grumpy I said all these grumpy <laughs> businessmen checking out, throwing the keys on the counter. I want to check out. With you because you know you used to be you used to count the local calls and charge them. Like, oh, wow! So I had I didn't make those calls. You need to take those out. I mean, it was just like it was like the the ridiculous. I love the I love the hours, but it was not that kind of a um, atmosphere. <laughs> it's kind of me in long long term. So they had a position open for a sales and marketing, a sales and catering coordinator. And it was behind a desk, and yeah, I took the job, and and uh, I never left sales after that. I moved to other other properties, but that first property I did three years. And that was still at the that was still at the Holiday Inn LAX. Yeah. Okay. And I had I was there for three years, so to me it was the training. It was the training that I needed to understand, you know, housekeeping, banquets, restaurants. Just, you just learn. You okay. just learn being on property. Very so, good. Um, now, it, was a, it was fun. Yeah, I, it sounds like it. Sounds like loads of fun. <laughs> what? <laughs> when you're what? When, say that again. When you're young. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You don't know what you don't know, and you just, you know, someone teaches you something, you just go for it, and, like, you just keep doing it. And, and hopefully, and then I, I guess we're not even thinking about it at that point. 
Um, but it evolves into something else that you had no idea that it was going to evolve into. So you went from a coordinator to what was your first um, like sales manager's position? Who and who, what, where was that? And that was in Century City? No, they were across the street from the building, across the street from the Hyatt Hotel. Okay. Now, again, a Hyatt property. Okay. Uh, it was in the office building. So I was there for two years. And then I wanted, or and Hyatt did not want to place me in a hotel as a sales manager. They wanted me to go into a hotel as a coordinator again. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I just didn't want it. So I, I found a job being a sales manager at um, actually another hotel at LAX for a very short time. What was the name of that? It was the Travel Lodge. Okay. All right. Which is now what? Isn't it the is it Four Points? The, okay. Yeah. The, yes. It's the Four Points right there next adjacent to the Marriott, right? On, off of Century on Airport Boulevard. Okay, yeah, that's now that's now a Sheraton Four Points. <laughs> yeah, it's airport and what's the, uh, yeah. 90, 90, no, I'm, no, it's, I can't think of it. I can't think of yeah. it. Not, maybe 98. Could be. Maybe it is 98th. Yes, yes, 98th and, and Airport Boulevard. Wow, that's, I didn't realize that was a, a travel lodge back in the day. That was a travel lodge back then, yeah, way back then. It was a travel lodge, and, and they had the old section, and then they had the new it's funny they still it's now a share to four points and they still have the old section and new section, <laughs> section, and new section you know? and, and you know it was considering what travel lodges were I mean, no that's good but that was huge that's like 580 rooms if i'm not mistaken something like that huge. yes so they put me in charge of the uh, airline accounts of course so, Okay. Wow. <laughs> you know, to the airlines and, uh, you know, make sure that if it has fogged in and they have to overnight and, and uh, guests or, you know, that if they couldn't take off, that's what, that's oh, yeah. what I was doing. I so remember I those days. I a very short time and then I took a job uh, at a um, Hilton property across from USC, which it isn't a Hilton anymore. It, it became a Radisson. Now it's the USC Hotel. Yeah, at USC now actually, well, they've owned it for some, some years now, but they've actually took it. It was a Radisson, then became uh, the USC Hotel. USC Hotel. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I, thought, I had heard they, they had some of the rooms as dorms, which would make sense. Yes, they do. Because um, the ones on the bottom were quite large. Yes. Wow. You've had quite a you've had quite a, a few. See, over the conversation that we had the other day, you didn't mention the the travel lodge nor the USC hotel, but you. Okay. Okay. Okay, but then you spend some time where? Abroad. You spend... Oh, I was in Australia. For how long? 
With who? Okay. Okay. See, you gotta get. You gotta. We need to hear all the experiences here, Marie. I mean, there's a lot going on here. Okay. And I wouldn't sell just one property. Mm-hmm. Um, what I loved about it was I get to sell the world. Wherever there was a property, you know, if somebody had a need for it, there I was to talk about it. And uh, I wanted to travel. I loved, I always knew that travel was important for me. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was, it was a passion for me. And I ended up traveling extensively. Um, Asia, Europe. U.S., um, you know, North Africa. So I still got South America. Mm-hmm. I still got the rest of Africa. So okay. I've got plenty, plenty to explore. Plenty so to explore. all that, so you got to see the majority of the world because of your job, correct? Yeah. See, that, that's the thing with the people... People coming in the hospitality now, I guess, maybe they don't realize that if you're in sales. Okay, now let's just, let me preface that by saying if you're in sales, you get to, depending on your position, you can, you know, see the world. Like you said, that's what you wanted. And yet you ended up seeing the world and and you just took a part-time job in the summer of being a front desk um, switchboard, switchboard, PBX. PBX. That's don't. It's not switchboard. It's PBX. Let's make sure we use the right acronyms. I don't even know what the hell PBX stands for, but uh. <laughs> it's, it's just a lot of phone lines. Yes, yes, yes. So wow. <laughs> and then you get a call back. You didn't transfer me to the right number. wow so okay let's fast forward now to what marie is doing okay you left hotels and you're you left being on property and what did you evolve into after that Okay, so a group of meeting planners, or I, I call myself a hotel site selection expert hotel or person venue, or whatever. I say venue, venue selection. selection. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you yeah. you form meetings collective. Now, Marie and I, we kind of worked together briefly with another meeting planning company uh, several years ago, and that's how uh, Marie and I met. 
and we just connected and, and never lost touch. So, um, I mean, that's a lot, a lot of my, I'm sorry. What was that? What that we still that we connected? Yes, <laughs> yes, that is you're absolutely right. So um, yeah, yeah. So Marie and I get together, you know, a couple of times. You know, a, hopefully it's like a quarter every quarter we get together. You know, for lunch, and and I always go to Long Beach because I I love Long Beach, and I love the and Marie's she's open to vegan or non meat eats. Okay, so. That's why we connect because she she just goes along with whatever I want to eat. So, in fact, she suggested another place that we're going to eat the next time uh, we we meet. So I'm look I'm looking forward to that. But uh, real quick before how do how does one get in, in touch with you? So say someone wants to have a meeting um, and they need somebody to do site selection for them. How do they get a hold of Marie? I'm trying to put put your brand up there, right? Okay. Yes, thank you. Well, I have, uh, it's actually the, um, the side that does the venue or the meeting planning part of it is the Meetings Oracle. So it's marie at the meetingsoracle.com. Okay. Hold on, very good. No, I just want to make sure that people understand the, um, the collaborations that I, that I do, right. It's not about competition. It's about being collaborative. Um, and then you come on the show. I mean, you can talk about the show's all about, you know, did hospitality, did, well, this particular one, did hospitality choose you or did you choose it? Okay. But it's all about, you know, what are you doing now? Where'd you start? What are you doing now? And because I want people to know what you're doing now and if you're still in the industry and if you're still in the industry, how can you help people? So you can help them by helping people with uh, venue selection or site selection or however you want to put it. Uh, although I do the same thing, but that's not, it's not about me. It's about you. Right. So, so it's about you. So I have my own show where I can talk about all that stuff. I can talk about me, but no, this is about the person that's next to me, you know, uh, and it's about their brand and then putting me, putting their brand on blast instead of the other way around. So like I said, this it's not about competition. It's about being collaborative. And that's what it's, and that's, that's what this is about because, you know, I mean, we still share, you know, ideas and things like that. I mean, when we had lunch the other day, I mean, we still talked about, we talked shop, right. And, you know, and, you know, did you ever think about this or you had experience with that? And, you know, it's it's just bouncing things off of one another. And I I think a lot other, you know, like-minded people or people that are doing the same thing should do the same thing. And, And that's probably why you came up with meetings collective because you wanted a group of people with the same idea, or well, not necessarily the same ideas, but the same interests to come together and with their collective, you know, information or, or well, whatever. I mean, you know, we, we, we help, we can help one, one another by pulling resources. You know, it, it, again, it isn't about, it isn't about competition. Mm-hmm. It's about being able to um, help one another one way or another. I'm, you know, some people are going to be strong in certain areas that I know I'm not. Exactly. Not, uh, me, uh, you know, I I feel very comfortable with international because 
because I've done so much travel. And mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of hotels and I've stayed in a lot of hotels. So, you know, I, I feel comfortable about that. But that doesn't mean that somebody else doesn't have the same experience. But it, anyway, it's... No, that makes sense. I like that. And I'm glad you said that because a lot of people, a lot of planners or a lot of um, hotel site selection, whatever you want to put them, they don't have the international experience. They don't know uh, what an international contract would look like or what you need to look for in an international contract. So I would call you because I don't have that experience. Right. So that's where it comes with this whole, like I said, um, it's collaborative. It's not about competition because there's people out there that know more about things than I don't, that I, that I know. So I don't claim to be the expert. I can, I, you know, I, I know a lot. Yeah. But yeah, we, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I like to say, I don't know. Uh, Expert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything else for me was sales. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know, you know the in and outs. So. Yeah, but you know, but there's always things that have changed. So that's why I don't like to say an expert. Maybe there's another word for it. Um, what's the word that I would use? Um, it wouldn't be expert, but it'd be something similar to that. It'd be it'd be close to being an expert, but <laughs> I can't think of the word. I, I had God. I can't even think of the word that I would use, but. Um, but yeah, knowledgeable. Okay, yeah, knowledgeable. Very knowledgeable. Yeah, knowledgeable about hotel operations, things like that. So, so yeah, so that's what I have going for me. But as far as international, you're doing an international meeting. Marie's your girl. Okay, so, but anyway, all right. So we just want to take a couple minutes with Marie and just say. So, so I guess the consensus is you were going for a part time job, and did you choose it or did it choose you? Okay. But then in the in the long run, I mean, as we are so unlimited as human beings, even though we think we're limited as human <laughs> beings, we can create what it is that we want. So my feeling is I created it by being in that lobby of that Holiday Inn in Miami Beach when I was 11, 12 years old. I created this opportunity for Wow. Does that make sense? I love that. That was great. You just pulled that all together, Marie. Wow. That's good. We all, we all have it. You an entrepreneur. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't have thought going into the hospitality industry. I know you studied. Yeah. And, you Somewhat. Know, Somewhat. Yeah, well, you did. You went to school for it. So did you ever think you'd be an entrepreneur? Uh, no, if, if I, if I would have thought that I, I never would have thought it, it would be in this space. I maybe thought it'd be something else, but never in this space. But, but when you get in it, you don't, I guess you don't know. I mean, years ago, you didn't, you know, no, I no heck no. You know, back in the, the late eighties or early nineties, did I think about being an entrepreneur? No, cause I didn't even know where my career I thought I'd be a housekeeping manager forever. You know what I mean? Cause I started, I started housekeeping. So I'm like, well, you know, I didn't know. I mean, I knew that there was three other disciplines that I was going to do if I stayed with the courtyard division of Marion. Right. So 
you back then you did three different disciplines in order to be a general manager. So you had housekeeping, front office and food and beverage. Then you're eligible to become a general manager. But the component that I wanted was sales. Right. So but I knew that I needed operation experience before I went to sales. Other people, some people just go the other route. They just go straight to sales. But for me, it was important that I knew the entire operation of hotel before I apply that to the sales field or sales department or whatever. So that's what I did. So I, I did have a plan for what I was going to do. And then uh, I ended up leaving Marriott and then going, we moved to Sacramento for like three years. And then that's when I got my full service experience and all that stuff. And then, you know, 13 or maybe 10 hotels later, that's when I got into sales, right? <laughs> well, not maybe about nine, seven or eight hotels. Yeah. I'm going to go for the sales job, but you've got to be ready. It's got to be something you feel inside. Exactly, exactly. And I don't know how many times people turn me down. People within my own company or my own hotel, I would tell them that I had aspirations to be in sales. They're like, well, why would you want to do that? Your background is this, your background is that. You know, they were basically discouraging me from doing it until I got to a, 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 a director of sales and marketing who was open he could see through that. He could just see my experience, right? He could see that people like me, that I was easy to talk to, and I can, you know, just start a conversation with anyone. He could see past my, what my experience was. Exactly. 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 So, you know, shout out to Tom Torrance. I mean, I got to give Tom Torrance a shout out because he's the one that saw through that that other people didn't see, you know. So I appreciate Tom Torrance for giving me that opportunity. But anyway, yeah, it's not even about me. It was about you. But anyway. That's true. Look what you you created. That's true. Like I said, I'd never in in a million years thought it would be, I would be in this. I would, it would have taken me this route. I I never would have, I never would have thought that. I just knew, like I said, I started off in housekeeping. That was my end to Marriott because I knew I was going to work for Marriott from, from when I took my first class uh, in hotel sales or hotel related hotel operation. I can't remember what it was at Cal Poly Pomona, but I knew I said, I got to be in sales <laughs> because I like to talk and I like, I like with what these people were doing or not doing. Okay. I mean, but you, you think on the outside looking in like, Oh, this is easy. This is a cakewalk. And oh, they don't have to deal with this. I'm just talking to people and they're going to lunch and they're doing this and they have expense accounts and all that kind of crap. And, you know, and I saw that, but I said, I, I have to wait to get to that point. Let me f- figure out the entire hotel because what I was finding out um, that a lot of salespeople didn't have the operation experience that I had. So if I can do that and apply that, 
I would be ahead of the game because I, what I was finding out that hotel people, salespeople were promising something that operations could never deliver. Could never deliver. Exactly. So right exactly. And I said, I'm never going to do that. Okay. <laughs> because I know they can't do this. Okay. They're promising the world and can't deliver a city. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah. So, and I would be stuck with some of that stuff, you know, working as a front office manager, you'd be stuck yeah. with, you know, having to deal with that because the complaint center is the front desk, right? Everybody's going to complain. They're going to go to the front desk or they're going to call the front desk. So I was dealing with a lot of that stuff. I'm like, when I get into sales, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be like that. Well, yeah. not only that, being in housekeeping, if a hotel occupancy is low, you've got less people working. And so, you you know, I know in sales, I felt terrible because I was still collecting a paycheck. And if the hotel occupancy is, you know, 30% or 40%, you've got a lot less housekeepers that are working and getting paid, you know, around the holidays, too, if it wasn't busy. That's so, so true. You, 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 you feel guilty, but because I feel because I had gone through the front desk and operations and understanding all of that, that I felt much more, um, I, I just had this obligation to yeah. want to do better. Exactly. And, and, and keep other people working. That's true. And you know what? It, it's funny you should say that because a lot of people don't, a lot of salespeople don't think like that. They don't they don't look at the entire picture of what their position really holds. I mean, the power that it holds, it it keeps people employed. It keeps our housekeepers in front office, keeps them with their 40 hours. Right. Um, so, you know, people don't think that. And, and I'm, I'm glad you, you brought that point up because that is I used to think about that all the time, too. I remember my last position as um as um, director of sales and marketing at the Sheraton and at Universal. I remember at my first EC meeting, I, that's one of the things that I said. I said, my job as a director of sales and marketing is to make sure everyone has their hours. I mean, that, that's it. And if, if, if they don't, then I failed as a director of sales and marketing. Correct. Absolutely the way I feel. Yeah. 100%. And, and people that don't have operations, you know, if, if to somebody in housekeeping that sees us sitting in our office – going out to lunch and taking people out to lunch, you're like, you know, what, why are they getting paid? What, what, what's, you know, and I can't get hours. Yeah, it, it's yeah. definitely, yes. definitely a viewpoint that <laughs> I've, always, I've always kept in my mind. So. Yes. Well, that's good. This is, let's say this has been a good conversation here. This is just, just two friends just talking, having a conversation about hospitality and that and that's what it's all about and that's what this that's what it's supposed to be about not necessarily you got to answer questions that's it but no we know we're gonna we're gonna veer off into some other you know conversations and that's and that's what it's supposed to be it's it's like i said it's just two friends two colleagues or whatever just talking having a conversation about it so but exactly something that we're both very passionate about and I mean, a lot of people are passionate about it, and that's why I want other people to come on and, and tell us their story because everyone has a different story. I had Marette on on Friday, had you on today and you guys didn't say anything similar, right? Because your, your, your paths to this industry are different and my path is different. So that's three different perspectives, right? So 
That's what it's all about. That's why I want people to come on. So whoever's watching this show and they want to come on, all you have to do is reach out to me. And these are not planned, right? I mean, although, of course, between Marie and I, we had a conversation last week on Thursday and said, hey, can you do it on Monday? You know what I mean? What time? Uh, About 11 o'clock. Okay, let's do it. Well, we've been been doing this. We've been on, we start at 11, but we didn't actually go live until about 11.15, right? Because we were just... Yeah, so we were just talking, and I was having some issues with whatever, and then we said, okay, let's do it. So it's not something that has to be planned out. It's not like the show that I do on air with Russell Fultels. Let me throw my plug out there, uh, which is on t- every Tuesday at, at, at um, dang, uh, one, o- 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Uh, so this is not like that. So it's just basically two people in the hospitality industry just talking about their 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 career path or their chosen path did they choose to go was it by accident or whatever and then it turned into you know marie has her own company right she started off as a switchboard a pbx operator and then now she has her own um meetings collective which is a, a site selection company and and all that kind of stuff so there you go so Yes. And thank you always for asking. Oh, of course. No, thank you for your willingness to come on. I appreciate that. So we'll see each other again soon. Shortly, hopefully in the next couple of months, maybe we'll get together for lunch or something. Uh, But but thank you again, once again. And we're going to end it with some music. Now, the music I I play is 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 um, is actually a cousin of mine. So that kind of rock music that I was playing. Yeah, can you hear that? So that's Nico Miles, right? He's actually my cousin. So I told him that I was going to start playing his music at some of my, you know, whatever, my lives that I do. So, but anyway, thank you so much, Marie. I appreciate you. You have a great day, and we'll talk soon. All right, take care.